All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. I see most most of you are in Europe. So hello, Europe. Except for uh, David, who is in Asia, sort of Asia, sort of on the cusp there, and Anthony and Marie, who are in here in the United States. Uh, good to see you all. Welcome back, Magali. All right. All right. Yes, and I want to inform you that it is entirely okay to to eat your dinner or to do the dishes or take a shower, you know, just, you know, kind of keep that curtain. <laughs> okay. Here we are. Hi, Alex. Good to see you. Okay. There we go. We, go. we got two people eating dinner, one person doing the dishes. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. This is, I see things are normal. <laughs> All right. You may have noticed that I've started to make videos again, and that's going to continue. Um, uh, I'll, I'll let you watch them, and you can kind of form your own opinion on them. Although I have to say, things are coming closer and closer and closer to a point where you may want to start to act on what the videos are showing you. And most of that involves um relocation <laughs> or or uh participating in a in a kundalini community if you know if you can arrange that and i think it's very important for your longevity for the longevity of your grace um for the for the continuation of the infusion of kundalini coming through you. It's, it's very important for you to have the freedom to move where you choose to move, to do what you choose to do. I mean, this is, this is also uh, giving the Shakti within you the complete freedom to do as she wants to compel you to do. And I know, you know, some of you are living in, in an area where, you know, it's ethically, <laughs> somewhat challenging um i know isabel is and and uh, i certainly am you know here in the west coast united states you know about an hour north of san francisco there's a lot of uh what do they call that uh, i call it slavery but they made another word for it, human something we'll just call them slaves <laughs> uh here in uh, you know a few counties away, human trafficking, human trafficking. Uh, a few counties away is, is one of the hottest spots in the States for human trafficking, San Francisco, the San Francisco area. So many people, you know, want to come here and, and uh, they'll, they'll use any means that they can. And one of those means is to arrive by a shipping container only to be subjected to you know, torture, death, uh, mistreatment in various ways. Why would the Kundalini allow this? Why? Why would the Kundalini bring us into a world that is obviously owned by Lucifer and satanic forces? Why would she bring us here for our awakening? What is the point of all of that? Why, why do we have to be surrounded, you know, with with people that are 
with you know are going through these extreme challenges trusty says it's a lesson it's a lesson so you know i don't disagree i don't disagree but i think there's more to it i think in order for humans to evolve they must be stimulated by contrasting environments and that means inner and outer environments so you're you agreed to take the body on this world and on this world that is predatory where life consumes life in order to continue life okay now i know the vegans are going to recoil at this <gasps> you mean things that have eyes yes <laughs> And all things have eyes, by the way. They're just not, you know, like humanoid eyes or even close. But everything sees. So we come here inside of this hell zone, you might say, uh, a hell zone. And we are presented with contrasts that trigger our development. And a contrast is, you know, going against the ethical uh, understandings that Kundalini brings to you. Seeing that all around you, and then with the Kundalini activating inside you, seeing the real big difference between you and how you're seeing things, and how things are being demonstrated on this world. Okay, now it's not 98 or 99% uh, negative contrast. There are a lot of really, really sweet people, nice people in this world. I've traveled all over this world, and I have found nice, sweet, beautiful, wonderful people all over it. And so to suggest that there's an incredible imbalance in the forces of good and evil with evil coming out on top, I don't think is correct. I think I, for sure... Uh, the bad guys, shall we call them, we'll call them that, the bad guys are doing everything that they can do to insert their control and their agenda of negativity upon the fairly innocent, good, hardworking people trying to raise their families, raise their children uh, on this world. And yes, yes, uh, this is happening. This is occurring. This, We have to be aware of this. But we also have to be aware of why we are here. What is the modus operandi of divinity for bringing us here? And that is for contrast. That is, if you, if let me use it this way, if you deprive a wheat plant of light, then it will strive to get light in any way. It'll go to any corner of the room, anywhere where there's a, the tiniest little bit of light, it will grow and grow and grow towards that light and divert all of its strength to growing towards that light. This is what we are. We are these little wheat plants here, and we're, we're growing towards the light. We're, we're actively moving towards the light. And some of us, myself included, you know, we're, we're making um, progress against uh, the darkness. It's like the soul, the, uh, this, 
the kundalini seed post that julia made last night um <laughs> i have to know that i have to let you know that i i co-opted her laptop <laughs> and julia was uh was channeling me um so let's see here if you haven't read it i'm going to read it for you bear with me here I watched The Wizard of Oz last night, which is why I'm late getting up today. <laughs> Here it is. This is the way it should. This was uh, this the Kundalini wrote this through me in 2014. So this is what we're talking about here. If grace is so easy to condone, then find the courage to be alone. Go within and swim and breathe the steam that brings bright life into the dream of an ancient river so new to find for those who have reached into the shine. It flows between the moon and sun and takes one towards the greater home that rests between the blood and bone. No one can know what's never shown where light will dim and trust is grown. And in the darkness you may find a seed of night and light combined. So self-aware and so sublime, it plants itself and intertwines around the heart and in the spine. The flower opens a scent so fine to herald the birth of the inner divine. This is what I'm talking about here. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. This is how it is for us. We had the courage to be alone when you come into a body you're basically alone you're alone you know you have your parents of course that's on the outside you have your parents the only thing you have on on uh, inside you is yourself and your dormant kundalini at the base of the spine okay but for the rest of it you're alone and you had the courage to do this each and every one of you have had the courage to do this and and and, and i salute all of you uh because that's no small thing and there's a lot of there's a lot of souls a lot of consciousness looking at this and going uh-uh no huh no that's way too rough that's way oh my god they're living with lucifer you know and 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 we have to to develop in this world now of course Let's not forget karma. Let's not forget that we've done this over and over and over. This is not the this is not our first rodeo, right? This we've done this quite a few times in order to get to this stage. But this is the stage of our remembering. This now is the time that we remember who and what we are. Okay. We're not the guy that just finished washing dishes in Texas. Okay. We, we are we are evolved souls okay we have come in we have finally after years and years and and many 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 lifetimes many experiences many contrasting experiences being the warrior in one life being the victim in another life being the husband being the wife being the child uh being being the tragedy and being the success we have been all these things and now this has culminated into a peak 
a level of peakness. Uh, um, we're like ascending Mount Everest, you might say, the Mount Everest of, of human evolution to the point where as you continue to have your kundalini life, and you'll have more lives with kundalini for sure. Don't don't think that you won't. But the lives that you're going to have will be dominated by the divine uh, agenda that wants to express through you. And you will do this because you will do this. You will come back. I will come back. Uh, as painful as this life has been for each and every one of you, you will come back in order to continue the divine development in uh, becoming the word, the word of God, the word of divinity made flesh. The, the mixture of divine and materiality. Okay. Uh, this is such a unique thing that you are being observed by so many other consciousness going, wow, that's the end state. Wow. Okay. I'm, you know, they're looking at Isabel and they're going, wow, this is the end state. She, you know, she's, she's asking all these questions of herself and, you know, she's had all these experiences and, and they're looking at Trusty and Anthony and Alex and Chris Van Hoof and everybody here. And they're 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 in awe at your courage. They're just kind of like up there, just shaking their head if they have a head. You know, consciousness can you know just be energy, and they're shaking their energetic head. <laughs> oh, these people are just so so amazing. This is like this is the end product here, you know. And it is the end product, and it's not the end product at the same time because there's still more to go. There's still more uh, ele elevated heights to achieve. And, and some of that will be in a flesh body, as I mentioned, and some of that will not be in a flesh body. But in order to be the flesh made divine, guess what? You have to have a flesh body. You know, that's how it works. <laughs> so, so all of you are on this path. And the reason for you to be on this path is to bring that grace of divinity into the physical environment via a flesh body and the different skill sets that come with that. Um, I think that, you know, this was happening in the ancient times as well. This is not just something that's lately. This has been a, a recurring process over and over and over. Why you don't hear about it is because you should not hear about it. We are not uh, putting on T-shirts saying Kundalini Awakened and walking down the street, okay? We are not here to boast or to brag about having levels of enlightenment already within us, starting to express through us. We're not here to do that. Matter of fact, that is like one of the things that is most distasteful uh, for the advanced kundalini person is to is to advertise the fact that they have kundalini and then when you do that or you know if your light is, is bright enough the forces of negativity will come and try to corrupt you say, oh you've got that grace of the divine in you alexander wow what can we do 
to corrupt you. Let's see. Let's see. Alexander, he's working as a mailman. He's delivering the post. Let's let's offer him a million dollars. Alexander. Hello? Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm coming from Lucifer and uh, Lucifer has given me clearance to to offer you $1000 to sell yourself to him and you know if if you're with Lucifer you're going to be wealthy you're going to be rich you're going to control other people you can be able to control the environment you can hurt anybody you want you can like break the hearts you can like steal from you can do all these wonderful things and get paid a million dollars at the same time what a deal what do you deal? What do you say? You just you just have to. I mean, you just have to sign sign right here, and uh, then come to this come to this Lucifer meeting, and you're there, buddy. You're a wealthy man, and I won't I won't ask Alexander to make that choice right now because <laughs> he's a good man. You know, he's not going to do that. Uh, but you laugh, you laugh. Has anybody been offered by the dark forces to sell their soul in order to uh, <clears throat> push the dark agenda? Anybody here? Raise your hand. Isabel has, and Julia has, and nobody else. Oh, Trusty has. Okay, all right. So, so this is not something that is that is unusual per se. This is something that. You know, I, I was I was uh, confronted also a long time ago before I started teaching, I think. Yeah, yeah. before I started teaching, you know, uh, the, a satanic force came to me and and, uh, and I was immediate in my denial. I didn't even wait for him to offer it to me. <laughs> you know, I, I looked at him and I said, I will spit in the face of the Prince of Lies. And that's what I said. So. So here I am in poverty. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and so, you know, getting back, uh, there are many, many, many beautiful, nice people in this world. And you are one of them. But you have the same level in, of influence over these beautiful people that you surround yourself with that are around you uh as i do and as you would have if you had decided to to sign the luciferian contract okay you have the same level of opportunity to bring them into an understanding of grace and this is what you do, whether you know it or not. I was driving with uh, Julia the other day, and, and she was, I think we were, we were talking about uh, how we affect people. And, you know, she, you know how, how, how come all of a sudden, you know, you feel good or you feel happy? And it's, it's because the grace is coming through you because she's, she knows you're doing what she wants you to do. And when you're when when Grace knows that you're doing what she wants you to do, she fills you with such a joy of life, such a communion with the divine within you that that you feel the bliss. Now she's feeling bliss quite a bit. I watched The Wizard of Oz and felt bliss last night. So I mean, you can. 
<laughs> the bliss is not hard to access, but it's actually you don't access it. It accesses you. But that's the scenario is that is that the more you're able to spread that goodness the way Dr. Anthony is doing, you know, he's he's renovating a building and turning it into a healing center. I mean, what a cool thing. What a cool thing. And he he sent me some videos the other day about, uh, you know, what it was. Uh, it's just this weird little building in the middle of his town. I think it's the, is it the largest building in your town? No. Okay. All right. It's one of the weirdest buildings in town. Yeah. It's the only, it's shaped like a pyramid or no, not a pyramid, like a, like a piece of pie. It's shaped like an RV, a two-story RV. <laughs> but it's shaped. <laughs> and it's really narrow on one end and very wide at the other end. So weird. Like, like a piece of pie. Yes. You know, and I think it was abandoned in the 40s. And so, you know, he was in there in his video showing all the, the, the 1940s cooking, uh, like the, the gas range and, you know, the various uh, uh, leftover furniture. The two apartments, I think, uh, stuck together. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and kudos to you. Congratulations to you, Dr. Anthony, for having that endeavor and, and continuing to pursue it. <coughs> so yeah, it's important for you to understand that even as you stand there, even as you sit there, your radiance is blossoming out the top of your head and out your fourth chakra. And it is affecting change and evolution on the people that are around you. So uh, it's important for you to understand that even when you're not trying, you are making progress. You are developing and helping others to develop uh, and activate the grace of the divine within. This is an important thing for you to understand. Radiance doesn't really care if you're aware of it. Can you understand that? Your radiance doesn't care whether or not your egotistical awareness knows about it. Okay? Radiance flows to where divinity directs it, where divinity wants it to flow. Not necessarily your thoughts and intentions. Now, you can align your thoughts and intentions with the directions that grace wants to to have your radiance flow, absolutely, you can do that. And I suggest all of you do that. But it's not dependent upon your egotistical awareness of it. It's going to happen regardless. Okay. And this is something that you can count on. But in order to nourish your, your divinity, your grace, you need to really uh, practice the noble qualities of behavior, the, the forgiveness, the tolerance the the unsolicited love and kindness and consideration for for the environment the insects the animals the birds the fish the air the land this, the water the other humans on this world everything and you can do that by just looking at it this is what i do okay if look at everything that's in your apartment right now I'm looking at uh, Julia. Now, look at everything that's in the apartment and realize that your 
radiance just impacted those things, every single thing. And not only is it impacting every single thing that you can that you can see, I'm looking at Magali, I'm looking at uh, uh, Isabel. When, when you look at these things, you don't just permeate that which you see. You permeate with your radiance, your visual radiance, that which you do not see. It goes straight into the leaf of that house plant and into the cells of the leaf of that house plant and into the, the <clears throat> molecular structure of the cells of the leaf of that house plant. It, go, it goes into the divine creation that that plant is or that that paint is or the plaster or the uh, the wood that that comprises the house all of these things have divine origin all of them everything okay and when you look at it you send radiance right in it and through it this is something you need to be aware of you can weave a web of radiance just by using your eyes when i first started doing seminars I would try to position uh, the place where I did the seminar near a freeway, near a, uh, what the English call a motorway. I don't know what the French call. What do the French call it, Marguerite? Is it, is it like a, what's the French word for it? In French, it's yeah. called auto autoroute. Autohood, and what is it in German too? There's another. There's a German word for it too. Autobahn. Autobahn. Autobahn, 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 yeah. Ah, Autobahn. thank you, thank you. So I tried to position the building where I was giving the seminar near an Autobahn or a freeway or a motorway or an auto, whatever French was, uh, so that I could send a visual net across the freeway, an energetic net everybody driving a car would have no choice but to go through what <laughs> sounds terrible <laughs> but i would fill that those filaments of that net i would fill that with for the the triggers for kindness and forgiveness and love uh, love for self love for others appreciation uh, tolerance, you know, especially people in traffic, they, you know, they lose their tolerance levels quite quickly, you know, and, and this is what I, this was, I'd instruct the people in the seminar to also do. And I'm bringing this portion of those seminars to you right now, everywhere you look, you, 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 it's like your eyes are these really, really powerful flashlights. And everywhere you look, that beam of light goes everywhere. But it's not just a, a narrow beam. It's a wide beam. If you take your hands and you go this way, you can see in your peripheral vision how wide. Okay, I can see my hands way out here. And that's like behind my ears. Okay. <laughs> you can do this too. <laughs> you can do this too, you know, as, as long as you're not living in Texas. Texas people, it's go, it goes much further. <laughs> they, they have eyes in the back of their head there. So, 
But I suggest that you begin to, to, to look at your vision in a different way. You can give, you can, you can, your vision is, is, uh, it's a bridge of awareness from one being to another. Okay. I'm looking at Isabel right now. And just by looking at Isabel on Zoom, there is a bridge of awareness between the two of us. I'm looking at Jolanta now. She's not looking back, but I still have that bridge. Now she's looking back. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, he said my name. So <laughs> I'm looking, I've got the bridge of awareness with her and with Chris and with everybody here. You do this too. This is why uh this this awareness is present if you're uh if you're out in the middle of the forest and you see this beautiful lake and and you you take off your clothes you want to take a swim in the lake right but somebody's there watching somebody's there watching and you can feel their gaze you can feel their awareness this is that it's a tangible thing it's the same thing when you're being hunted the hunter, the, the typical hunter on this world, can see you. They can see you. They can hear you. They can sense you in some way. And their awareness is now on you. And you can feel the impact of that awareness on your psychic body. I was surfing off the coast in uh, California when I was like younger. And I was out there waiting for a wave, you know, the surfers wait for a wave on their surfboard. And, and I got this terrible, terrible feeling. And I started scanning the, the ocean horizon for triangular fins coming on. I could feel that there was a shark in the area, but I couldn't see it. And the people on the cliff were waving at me. And, I, you know, I just waved back. I thought they were being, you know, waving at the surfer, right? And finally, I got so uncomfortable that I had to come in. And I, and I paddled my surfboard in, and the people on the cliff said there was a very, very, very large form, like a great white shark swimming around me, gauging whether I was food or not. Okay. And I'm just thankful that he, he had eaten recently or something. <laughs> He didn't see me as a as a as, as lunch. <laughs> so, so this is that awareness that I'm talking about. Okay. And you can change the frequency of that awareness when you're looking at someone. You can send that love. You can send that tolerance. You can send those triggers for forgiveness and and patience and self-correction towards love and kindness and helpfulness and consideration self-discipline you can send these qualities just by looking at a person i learned you know i've had kundalini for a long 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 time even when i was a child even when i didn't even know what it was it was just something that i could do right and so whenever a teacher would scold me and i gave them plenty of reasons for scolding me when 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 they would scold me they would come up and they'd get in my face I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but I'll try to do it now. 
I would make this eye this eye movement. Let me get close. Here we go. I would make this eye movement at them. They would. They're scolding me now. Bad, Christopher. Blah, 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 you know, and I'm going. Did you see that eye movement? Anybody? Yes. No. It's a. It's a strange kind of an eye movement where you, where you tighten all the muscles around your eyeball, and you. It's like a focused beam of intention, and uh, I would do this to my teachers, <laughs> and they would back off really fast. They, for some reason, they felt that was uncomfortable, or 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 the 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 punishment, the verbal abuse would end quickly after I did that, and uh, so I got, of course, used to doing that because I gave them plenty of reason, and. Uh, this is something that you can do as well. I mean, this is every part of your body can be used to uh, um, expand radiance from itself into the environment. And, and this is what radiance really is. It's that it's the response of the divine within you merging with the flesh that you are to form an eruption of divine energy off of the body a constant eruption this doesn't happen when you say okay cells erupt radiant no it's constantly happening constantly happening so chris van who you know he's giving a a healing to somebody he's you know i guess i don't know how he does he gets them on a table and he probably uses his hands in some way and that radiance begins to erupt off of his hands. And he places that hand on somebody else. Boom. That radiance erupts inside of that other person. Okay. And this goes for each and every one of you. Okay. This goes for each and every one of you. How you can do that. You can. This is why things want to touch you all the time. This is why people want to touch you. They're like... Oh, nice beard. You know, and they come over and feel my beard. <laughs> or the animals, the insects, they land on you. They just want to feel that radiance. It's 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 more powerful than than going to the light or or you know, it's something that you have coming from you. And it's not just the skin or the eyes that transmit that awareness it's also the voice i can be talking to you like this and it doesn't matter the radius will come right through that okay it'll come right through it even if you just go, ah, the radiance goes right through that into anything that is in within range of those sound waves and beyond. You know, it's uh, people discovered a long time ago that the television signals from the 1950s and 1960s are still expanding out into space, right? You know, the, the aliens are watching I Love Lucy and, 
you know, some of these really old 1950s, 1960s shows. And it's true, the, you know, the, the television signals do travel that way, but so do radiant signals travel even further and faster. Farther and faster than a television signal. And the, and the, and the thing is, is that this is what attracts so much consciousness into an observation status around this world observing chris as he as he gives his healing or magali as she uh tries to stay awake listening to this program or <laughs> jalanta <laughs> and randvig hi randvig so so yeah this is what happened people people i say people when i talk about these consciousness because that's what we are we are also that same consciousness except we're encased in flesh at the moment partially in, in case <clears throat> everybody wants to see how that goes because they know how it begins and it begins pretty rough pretty rough you know bestial almost if you look at the origins of the flesh you know the, the evolutionists are, are correct you know we come from the primate family the primate family you know which has been genetically worked on and and through genetic disposition through uh different levels of uh, evolution from jungle primate to community prime to communal primate to uh an expansion of the communal primate to the uh you know, agricultural primate, uh, you know, we've continued to evolve into the place where we currently are. And I'm not going to say that that's a, a long, it is a long evolution if you look at it within years, but within div divine context, it's not very long. Okay. And, you know, lots of things were done to us. Uh, genetic man manipulation was done to the human species and continues to be done in the human species you know there are places under underneath some of our mountains and in the oceans where these experiments are still occurring i know i know it sounds like a science fiction conspiracy theory but it's it, it's just a fact you know it's it's it, it's no secret that the ufos are coming and going as they please okay it's no secret uh, that there are bases in the ocean off of Florida, uh, in the Pacific, in the Atlantic, in every ocean, there's some sort of a base there. Uh, New Mexico, Dul near Dulce, New Mexico has a really big underground base. Um, Mount Shasta has one called Talos. So there's a lot of uh, things that the, the governing powers of your country and, and, and the United States do not want you to know about. They don't want you to know about it because they have no control over it. And if the population understands that our government has no control over what these things are and whether they come and they go or what they're doing with us, like experimenting on our genetics, then why should we, why should we obey this government? Right. And frankly, you shouldn't obey the government anyway. Uh, you should obey your kundalini, not the government. Okay. 
And this is becoming more and more apparent. This is what's happening now. You know, we we have we have come to a point uh, where we can see that the Luciferian sources are bringing a point of contention, an a, a, an attempt to bring out of balance the Tao of this world. The Tao. Everybody know what the Tao is? The two little fishies swimming around, right? And they're equal. Well, you know. So so there's this attempt to. To manipulate the Tao, and this won't be successful, but it will be successful for a little bit of time. For a little bit of time, it'll slow down Anthony's project. Can't have a healing center, you know. <laughs> Someone's going to come to Anthony with a with a contract. It's like sign this right here, Anthony, and I'll give you a million dollars. You can build your building, but you got to sell your soul to me, right? And when you sell your soul to Lucifer, you kind of imprison yourself on this world for a while, for a much longer while than you do if you're if you if you're sticking with your enlightenment protocol. So don't get too attached to your projects so much so that you can't leave them at a drop of a hat and and take care of the needs that the Kundalini has has uh, created within you okay no building no car no job no family situation is so important that it supersedes the divine uh compelling within you you've got to understand that it's a very difficult thing for people to understand okay the divine compelling is the most important thing in your life, whether you realize it at this point or not. And I want you to, to take note of this, uh, people who are listening on the podcast. This is an ultimate truth. Divine agenda is the most important agenda in your very limited and short life. And when you die and you revisit the the, the person that you truly are it's only then that you'll understand the truth of my words right now <laughs> i know i know some things you just have to wait until you die and this is one of them because unless you can harvest from your grace the understanding of the truth of this the statement that i'm making then you won't be able to know not yet not yet, but the divine agenda is the most important agenda. And don't get me wrong, your family, your friends, the environment, this world, the creatures on this world are all part of the divine plan. But how you uh, articulate that plan, what, what you put in front of it or behind it is very, very important. Where is the divine plan in in comparison to uh, Anthony building his building or your 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 granddaughter's graduation day or you know your 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 son's uh, first girlfriend. You know, where where is the divine agenda in relation to these points of life within within your life. You see what I'm saying? What priority do you give it? Can you say that in Swiss, uh, Isabel? 
What priority do you give the divine agenda? Go ahead, let me hear it. Um, uh, should I tell in German? In, in, in Swiss or German, whatever language is spoken there. Okay. Um, welche Priorität hat das Göttliche? Really? That was kind of fast. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> I Thank think you. so. <laughs> <laughs> Najme, where are you from? Uh, I am from Iran, but now I'm ah, good, in good, Slovakia. Good. How do you say it in Iran? Iranian, Persian. <laughs> in Farsi. Can you repeat the sentence? Sorry. Yeah. What priority is the divine agenda for you? Uh, I forget my own language because I'm mostly talking <laughs> Slovakian now. Uh, <laughs> I, plus, I put I, I put you on the spot too. That's it's it's hard sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so, thank you, my dear. It's okay. So, so yeah, this is the important thing. Julia, say it in Hungarian. How? What priority is the divine agenda for you? It doesn't really comes out this way in Hungarian. It doesn't really make sense if I say it the way you say it. Well, you, you say it the way it would make sense in Hungarian. Milyen prioritásban van az isteni terv az életedben? Yeah, prioritás. I got that, prioritás. A little different from priority, but, it, you know, it, it works. So, so these are, thank you, Julia. These are the questions you need to ask yourself. What priority is it? How important is your divine agenda? Alex, how important is it to you? What, what priority does it take for you? That's my highest purpose in life. Highest purpose in life. Highest purpose in life. Does everybody understand what he just said? The highest purpose in life, it comes before everything else. This is why, you know, I don't hesitate when, when people start to talk to me about uh, how the Kundalini is coming into them and, and infusing their body and changing their understandings of life, changing their 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 religious views, their scientific views, changing all of these things. And all of a sudden they come to me and they say, you know, I don't I don't feel like I'm in I can stay in my my marriage. I have to Kundalini seems to be driving me out of my marriage. And, 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 you know, this is a very important thing. You know, they may have children or, you know, various different things. And, and I, have, I have to tell them, I say, you have to follow the kundalini. You cannot follow the animal aspect 
of your life. You've got to follow the Kundalini. And she knows what you have. She knows you have a wife. She knows you have children. She knows this. She knows you have a husband. This is this happens quite a bit, actually. A person who awakens within a, a couple, a mister and a missus, and the person who awakens and the other person doesn't awaken, and they don't support the kundalini agenda of transformation for their spouse, that marriage is just now entered the process of ending. She will destroy a marriage. Not because she's mean, not, be not because she wants to you know, inflict pain on people, but because the most important agenda is the divine agenda. And people need to understand that. And spouses need to understand this. That if they're not supportive of Najmi or Isabel or Apaya or David's or Trusty's Kundalini agenda, then the relationship is going to be terminated. And so this is why it's so important that you try to teach your spouse or your your you know your husband or your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend about the Kundalini. Say, honey. Um, you know, I have this, this, you know, I've had this serpent come up inside of me and it came out my third eye and, and, uh, you know, you have to probably tell it better ways, better ways than that. <laughs> you know, Magali, poor Magali, you know, she's just like, yeah, honey, I, I see this giant snake on the ceiling all the time. This huge, like, anaconda on the ceiling all the time. Right, Magali? Every time I look, it's there. It's there. And sometimes I see little spiders coming down on me and butterflies flying. I just, you know, it's just an FYI. <laughs> if you see me looking at something that you don't see, well, that's what it is. So, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you, you have to learn how to educate them. So, so this is incredibly important. This is incredibly important because it can change. There's karma involved here. If you don't educate them, and you could have, and the kundalini comes to you, you know, and, and, and she's changing you. You're having kriyas, you know, uh, you know, you need to tell your spouse, don't call the ambulance. I'm fine. This is just a kriya. You know, I'm going to be going through these for the next few months or a few years. So just, you know, just chill with it. You know, not, not a big deal. If you don't do that and the, the relationship is destroyed because of it, that is on you. It's not on the kundalini, and it's not on your spouse. It's on you. Now, if you try to explain it to your spouse or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, 
and they just don't want to hear it. It's like, yeah, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear it. No, 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 not interested. Let's talk about the weather. Talk about the sports. <laughs> Let's talk about geopolitics. <laughs> That's not on you. That's not on you. Okay. And if, and when the, if, if, if the relationship is destroyed, not all of them are, by the way, you know, I think uh, Dr. Anthony is, a, is an example of that where, you know, he tried to explain to his wife and she just wasn't having any of it. Right. It's like, no, no, but they're still together because he is allowed to pursue what the Kundalini agenda in him wants to pursue. She, you know, she supports a lot of his projects. And so she's not impeding the progress that he is making spiritually and with the Kundalini. She's not getting in the way of that. She doesn't agree with it. She doesn't want to listen to it, but she's not getting in the way of it. And there is, there is the, the salvage of that marriage. Yes, Anthony, Dr. Anthony. I, I should say that she had witnessed me getting scratched for 10 years. And um, she was mystified by it, didn't understand it, but she tolerated me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is just another aspect of my very strange way or path. She just considered you a keeper, I guess. It's like, well, he's a doctor. He's making some money. I better keep him. <laughs> uh, well, that just... was back, back when I was working. We're both retired now. Ah. Uh. Well, this is just to, to refresh everybody's memory. And, and I know that uh, Najme and uh, Isabel weren't here for that. Uh, one of Dr. Anthony's signs and symptoms of Kundalini activation was having these long claw scratches, deep scratches going down his flesh. Oh, yeah. For years and years. And, he, you know, he's got pictures of them if you want to see. Uh, you know, painful, a painful way to wake him, but he doesn't have him that much right now because he's, he's recognized what it is. He's paying attention to what is going on. And the Kundalini, I think is quite happy with his cognizance of the presence of the sacred mother within him. Okay, so this is one, this is one of the ways, or, or you can get bitten, she'll bite you, she'll bite you around your neck, or along the spine on your back, um, she'll bite you in various areas of your body to get your attention, I mean, you know, Dr. Anthony was supposed to have this, this is part of the divine agenda with him, but the divine had to wake him up to it. And so long scratches of the body, along the legs, the arms. I don't know about the torso, but yeah, yeah, you know, she she would definitely wake him. Um torso, back, neck. Everywhere. The only place <laughs> I, I didn't get scratched was on my face, and that was it. Really? Even I down there? Not, not in my face, but every place else. <laughs> so you can see how difficult that could be. Thank you, Dr. Anthony. Thank you. Everybody, make sure, 
everybody make sure your microphone is off because I can hear background noise here. But uh, it's very important for people to understand that that divine agenda is the most important agenda in your life. And it, as I mentioned, it supersedes, it's more important than your family relationships. I mean, there's really nothing more personal than having a child, right? There's nothing more personal than a woman giving birth to a child. One third of her flesh goes into that child. One third. It's huge. Okay. And the Kundalini comes along and says, well, that's not as important as the divine agenda of grace within you. And I will separate you from that child if you don't recognize it and if the family isn't supportive of it. If they're actively trying to keep you from having your Kundalini by uh, forcing you into a, a psych ward or you know, forcing you into religion that that doesn't support it. The family is is no longer important to the to Kundalini. Granted, they they're still on their evolutionary path, but their evolutionary path does not include the Kundalini grace that you are having. This is, you know, when Alex says it's the most important thing in my life, this is that. And you've got to recognize that it's more important than your goals of wealth and success and fame and fortune, okay? It's more important than the love of your spouse, the love of your kids, the love of your mom or your dad or, you know, your aunts, your uncles. It's more important than those things. It's more important than your survival in this socio-political world. It's more important than your fear of having to change. You look at Najme. Okay, Najme, she's she's from Iran, right? And she's living in Slovakia, learning a new language, speaking that new language all the time. Do you think it took a little bit of courage? To leave Iran? No? No courage? To escape the, the royal palace police or, you know, whatever they're called. <laughs> the dragoons. <laughs> but to, and, and to, to, to migrate to Slovakia? Do you think she would rather be at home having a nice, blessed life without the uh, totalitarian regime that's in place? Is that right? I mean, would you rather be at home? No, actually, I ran away from if all family and my country. Yes. You have your all your families down there, right? Yes. And you'd rather be with them, right? No. No. <laughs> I ran away from. Never mind. Bad analogy. <laughs> but it took some. It took some courage. So it took some. Some courage for her to be where she is right now. Trilingual, by the way, Iranian, Slovakian, English. How cool is that? Um, so that also shows a high degree of intelligence. So the so the scenario is is there is nothing that is more important to you than your Kundalini. 
And that must take the first priority. Those of you listening on the podcast, hear this, know this, understand this. Kundalini is the most important aspect of your life. There's nothing before it. Now, to honor the Kundalini within you, you can do many things. You can do what Chris Van Hoof is doing. You know, he gives, he'll give a healing to some people, or the Kundalini through him will give a healing. Uh, you can do what uh, Julia is doing. She's spreading the information about Kundalini. Okay, she's spreading it into the internet. She's doing her very best, putting out magazines. She's published books. She's she's made books for children, books for adults, notebooks. I mean, she's doing everything that she can do. She's spending her entire day working towards uh, uh, giving out kundalini information. So, you know, kudos to her. Magali stands up in front of a group of people when she's working and, you know, she radiates her kundalini by, by just standing up there and teaching them English. Okay. Alex is online, you know, and he's warning people about the impending uh, uh, crimes that uh, uh, multinational governmental agencies are trying to inflict upon, upon the good people of this world. He is the sharp point of the spear. For the goodness of this world. Okay. Vincent, Marie, Jennifer, David, Cole, everybody is doing some goodness for this world. You are doing goodness just by having and holding the Kundalini within you. It doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship. Seriously, I'm not saying you can't have a relationship. You can't have a family. You just have to pick and choose those people that will support your grace. And by supporting grace, they just have to not get in the way of it. <laughs> you know, it's not hard. You see Dr. Anthony there, you know, she watched the scratches. She knew everything was going on with them and she didn't know why it was happening, but she didn't get in the way. She didn't try to say, oh God, we have to take you to a psych ward. Unless she did, he just said no. <laughs> she suggested it a few times. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, you have to find people that you can have a relationship with that will not react in, in strong levels of fear and panic. It's very important. Now, I have seen strict Catholics activate the Kundalini. Philip St. Romain, he hates me, by the way, so don't mention my name to him. But Philip St. Romain uh, was a devout Catholic. And by a devout Catholic, I mean they were going to... It just wasn't a Sunday church thing. It was like Sundays and Wednesdays and Fridays. I mean, you know, going to the church and hearing mass over and over and over. Very, very devout Catholic. And he was so devout in his religious practices that it activated his kundalini. Devout spiritual practice will activate the kundalini. His devotion to the teachings of Catholicism, activated his kundalini. And all of a sudden, he was seeing uh, the Vedas, the, the Hindu Vedas. He was seeing the, the, 
the Bhagavad Gita. He was seeing these things that are totally not part of his religion. And the Kundalini was beginning to forcibly expand his mind. And he wrote a book called Kundalini and Christianity. And you can get that on Amazon. You can also get my books on Amazon called Wild Kundalini and We Swim in the Sun. Uh, those books are also for sale. And, and my books talk about the Kundalini in more of a direct way. Uh, his book is talking about his experience going from Catholicism into the expanded uh, uh, understandings of, of grace, of Kundalini within him. Both, I, you know, I read his book. It was a good book. So, you know, I'm not here to just market myself, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, he doesn't agree with with uh, my take on things. And not uh, you'll find a lot of teachers don't. You know, they'll Google me and, and they'll look at my material and they go, well, that's not mentioned in the Vedas. <laughs> I haven't seen entities. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, it's just amazing to me that how, why my experience would be so different from these other people's experiences. I just don't understand that. You know, I just, it's just so obvious and clear and clean and 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 it's such a an obvious communication from your grace when you see an entity when you hear an entity uh you know when when the entities fill your head and they're sort of cussing at you or yelling at you or screaming at you that yeah this is part of the community. it's like how do these people ignore that it's like you know they just go straight to the psych ward and start taking all these drugs so yeah 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 they say oh i have mental illness now you know, I hear this from people. Oh, I have mental illness. And I say, well, what you really have is entities attacking you all the time. But I have a mental illness. It's like, not really. You know, Kundalini is natural. It's a natural part of your life. But I have a mental illness. You know, they, they keep going on and on and on, spewing medical opinion. Because that's what they're trusting. They trust the medical opinion over the opinion of their own grave. Which also is a mistake and that also creates karma for you it's very very important to realize these things um so as you as you look for a mate or you 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 know you enjoy your current partner uh gently gently and and in as uh nice a way as you can start to teach them about the kundalini a little bit you know, a little goes a long way. And as long as they can just, they can accept you as you are, as the beautiful person that you are, the one that they're in love with, and they're not going to get in the way with you having a Kriya or, or seeing a vision or needing to leave the country that you're in. A lot of you, I can see, are red flag to leave the country that you're in. Red flag. That means I see, I see a flag over you that says to be gone, to to be removed from the current geography, that type of thing. I could name you, but I won't. Um, it's, it's not fair. But, uh, you know, part of that could be leaving the big cities, too. Leaving the big cities. You know. uh, as I mentioned in one of my videos, uh, you know, these 15 minutes, well, what they're trying to do is they're trying to copy the Chinese 
action of forcing everybody to stay in their apartment. So they build these big apartment complexes like the Chinese have done. And there's only really one entrance and exit. And But however many entrances and exits there are, they're, all, they're locked down for as long as they want to lock you down. And the Chinese experience is a really nasty experience where people were running out of water, people were running out of food, and they, will, they were still not allowed to leave their place. And this is what they're planning. This is the deal. You need to understand this. So I don't care if you're living in a tent. Okay. I don't care if you're living in your car. I don't care if you have a caravan. I think a caravan would be the way to go. Do they have caravans in, in Switzerland, Isabel? Yeah. Do they, they, I know they have caravans in France, Magali, and, and a Julia right now is in a caravan. Najme, do they have caravans in Slovakia? I live in a small village in the countryside in Slovakia, so I think I don't have any problem. I'm making my own food and everything. Really? I from, yes, I run from big city to smallest village ever. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Do you have an, ind do you have an independent water supply? Yes, I have. Well, I have uh, also. Do you, do you, do you so go out I back? Do you, do you go out back and fill the bucket and bring the bucket in the house? Uh, no, but no. we have it for emergency situation. Yes. Oh, I'm okay. uh, watering my plant with it. Oh, we have good, also good. solar. So, Solar. Yes. Oh, see, look at her. She is, this is, Najme is doing it great. This is exactly what you need to do. Congratulations, Najme. Well done, well done, well done. And uh, and I'll suggest you also have a wind generator too, if you can get a wind generator moving. on. And if you live next to a river or a, a year-round stream, then get some uh, water generation too. Make sure you have good batteries that will, you know, they have batteries that will last 20 years now. Okay, so make sure your batteries are in good shape. Well, good, good, good. Look at that. She is a great example. A great example of where I would like to see every one of you going. Randvig, hello. Trusty, hello. <laughs> Cole, hello. <laughs> you know, Cole, Cole's working on it, though. I got to admit, Cole is working. He's getting there. He is getting there. Um, but I don't know about Alex. I don't know about VJ. I don't know about Sumia or Marie. Uh, no, Marie is actually in good shape. Here's something I was telling Marie yesterday. I met up with Marie and and we took a little drive. And Mar I was telling Marie, I said, you know, because she's homeless, right? She's homeless. She's living in her car, sleeping in her car, kind of like in and out of her brother's house, you know, because it's really hot here right now. And, uh, and I was saying, you know, Marie, uh, you are the most, you are the strongest one now because you're so used to not having anything. You're used to not having running water. You're used to not having food whenever you want it. You're used to having these things. And so if you have to relocate, it's not going to be as big a shock to you as it will be to someone who has everything. She is the strongest among us right now because of her situation. How many of you can live in your car right now? How many of you have a car? I have a car. 
Okay. How many? Let's see. Ravi, you don't have a car? Jolanta doesn't have a car. Papai doesn't have a car. Sumia, Alex, nobody has a car here. I know. Chris, thank you, Chris. <laughs> How many of you could take up residence in your car? Could sleep there? Could meditate there? Could eat there? Well, you must have a really nice car, Chris. That's all I can say. <laughs> here you might I, I got a... I got a Fiat Doblo with CNG gas and LPG gas and petrol. Wow! Triple so, fuel? Yes, yes. Wow, yeah, because that's very the CNG, cool. CNG gas was <laughs> getting so expensive last year because of the boycott. Uh, I had to pay uh, 40 euros for one kilo. So I placed LPG and I only pay 50 cents now. Wow, and, wow, uh, wow. And I have a, it's a Fiat Doblo enlargement. It's only a three-seater, but I can sleep with two persons in it. You can sleep with two people in there? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's 45 centimeters longer. So it's a, it's a yeah, it's only wow. three-seater. So that's well, I, I lived for close to half a year in a Volkswagen Bug. I don't care. No, no, I'm not competing with you. I'd ra much rather have your Doblon or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take out the front seat so I could sleep somewhere in the car. So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you have all your possessions in there. You've seen the people. Wow, wow. That's, I'm, I'm very, very impressed here. So, yeah. Uh, how many of you could, like, actually make that move and live in that car and, and, and live like what you would call a transient person. Okay, see, this is a big step. This is a big deal. This is something that, that may be on the horizon for those of you who want to keep your sovereignty and freedom. For those of you who are in the big cities, like I think Jolanda's in, in a big city. Krakow, are you in Krakow? Jolanta, no? What's the big city you're in? I live in Transdehova now. Oh, so that's a big city? It's a pretty big city, yeah. Big city, okay. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. And Alexander, where do you live? In your car? <laughs> I saw that I can sleep in the car <laughs> last <laughs> summer, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I yeah, want to. I, I want. Uh, I need to sell my car, and I was thinking about Fiat Doblo. Actually, exactly what Chris I'd like to see that car. I'm gonna have to look at that car. I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, I really don't know, but uh, I, I suggest all of you learn how to drive. Um, I'm in the slow process right now of teaching Julia how to drive it. She's, she's driven once, you know, around a trailer court and I got to get her behind the wheels some more. She's good. She's very good. She picked it up really quickly. You know, pretty soon she'll be, you know, speeding down the motorway, you know, giving people the bird, you know, like everybody else. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I encourage all of you to learn how to drive. Seriously, you may need that skill set. 
I encourage all of you to learn how to drive a motorcycle if you can. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. For some of you, it seems pretty far out, but a motorcycle can go where a vehicle can't go. Okay. Motorcycle can go where a vehicle can't go. Uh, Apaya says to everybody, I have a taxi cab, which is commercial that is doing, that is, that he's using as a living in Africa. So well done, Apaya. Well done. And I know you're, you're supporting your family with that. We have a few chats here that I want to get to. And, and, uh, and uh, so here we go. Um, from the top here, Alexander says, Master, I think Kundalini Seed is beautiful text for a song. Maybe just put Om at the beginning and some notes will come automatically. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's on my agenda, Alexander. I looked at that as a song last night. You know, I just rediscovered that poem. It's like I said, it's from 2014. I vaguely remember writing it. But that happens with a lot of the Kundalini things. You know, if she's writing it, you know, my memory and Graham's aren't, aren't going to be as strong. Uh, and, and she writes it all. So, so yeah, we'll look into that. Uh, Anthony says, I've been kidnapped and coerced to leave my faith to follow the way of this evil world. Well, there you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he was kidnapped. Literally. No, no. I'm not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Anthony, our, our good doctor here uh, from Texas, uh, was kidnapped. He, well, first of all, he chose a religion. Well, first of all, he was raised Christian. I believe he was raised Catholic. He chose a religion that that uh, his family didn't agree with and his previous religion didn't agree with. And they kidnapped him in order to psychologically torment him away from the religion that he chose. And after that, he it just made him more fervent with that religion. And uh and uh you know he continued with that religion. Am I right, Dr. Anthony? Yeah, yeah. I uh it was quite an ordeal, and I had to testify in Washington, DC in the circuit court about the the experience and actually we did win the case for religious freedom right 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 against this family yeah hello the this <laughs> this is what i was saying earlier um anyway so so this kind of an experience is not unique uh it is unique to dr anthony but a lot of Kundalini people have had very difficult experiences uh, learning to come to terms with their Kundalini, which would send them to a different religion, which would send you to a different type of job, a different type of living condition, uh, you know, different from what the normal person would have. Okay. You know, this is a good example of that. And Trosti says, Master Chrisom, is the left eye more connected with the third eye or Kundalini somehow? Um, for me, trusty, both eyes are pretty much connected equally. Um, when I when I uh, look at a person, you do have a dominant eye. Don't get me wrong; there is a dominant uh, eye, and uh, and I do have that experience. But within a Kundalini context, when I'm seeing entities or things like that, mm -hmm. it's called split viewing, and and I, I think I may have 
talked about it here a long, long time ago, or maybe on the radio show I used to do. Uh, split viewing is when you can see with your physical eyes and see with your spiritual eyes at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so when I'm looking at, uh, who am I going to look at here? I'll look at, uh, I'll look at uh, Chris Van Hoof. I'm looking at Chris right now. Yeah, and so he has some beings behind him. Who else can see beings at will? Anybody raise your hands? Who can see a, a spiritual being at will? Just two of us? Come on. Don't be shy. I only, I only see energies floating. Well, that's okay. That's, that's not a bad thing. Isabel, nothing? Um, I'm searching the person... How is the name? Can you can you see spiritual entities around a person? That's the question. Okay. So you can or you cannot? I can, yes. Okay, what do you see around trusting? There are an energy and behind this energy are more, a group. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Now, if I may, can you look at Chris Van Hoof? And I want to see if you see what I see. Behind what is Chris the truth? Do you know what are egregores? Yes. Do you know what an egregore is, Trusty? An entity. No, a group. It's a group of entities of like mind or like similar agenda. Yeah, okay, okay. And they are trying to corrupt me. No, well, uh, I'll ask uh, Isabel. Are they trying to corrupt him? No. Yeah, they're good, huh? They, they are just watching you because you have a very angelic energy, crystalline energy. There you go. Sun <laughs> King. He's the Sun King. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you're, you're absolutely right. Good. Then, then I have one question. Uh, yesterday, I saw after I took a shower, I saw a big energy, like maybe one and a half meter, and it has like a really much energy, like this, and a white thing in it, and it was clearly that I was supposed to see it, you know. It was not like a floating energy. It was like a standing energy, like a being or something, but no face, nothing. You just have to, you just have to develop more so that you can get a better clear clarity on it. Yeah, but I put my hand in it, and it felt warm. <laughs> and yeah, it's not always the best thing to do. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but what are these groups doing? Just protecting me. Isabel. Uh, she said it's observing you. Um, this group, you have a lot beings, good and others, the shadows. It's normal for the energy. And, and you don't must have fear because you are so strong and so pure. And mm -hmm. I, I tell the people 
this other side are the forgotten sisters and brothers because they also come from the source and they have forgot the source and we can teach them what is to be the source and to go to the heart and to this power. Yeah. yeah. And you are for them teachers, a teacher. You can teach a lot if you want. And they can learn a lot from you when you are in the day, do your things. Wow. Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely true. Every single word. I have a question because uh, you're seeing the energies because I got a lot of crystals and also, you know, obsidian and uh, labyrinth and uh, all the stuff and organite with me. In the house, I, I, I normally have white energy, but when I go out now more days, uh, especially in the gym sometimes or when I go swimming in a swimming pool, I see now and then I see a black spot with three black tentacles hovering above me. <laughs> Go ahead, Isabel. <laughs> okay. And what do you feel when you see it? Yeah, very important uh, question. I start to breathe more to raise up my energy level. In defense? Yes. Are you doing it in defense or why? Why are you? Why well, are you because I like see that? it's black. I, I can see also white stuff sometimes when I do a, a, a Zoom meeting with hypnotism. Uh, some clients see behind me white orbs. Okay. But not black. Go ahead, Isabel. I'll shut up. Let's hear what you have to say. Okay. Um, your first chakra, um, the, 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 the red one, mm -hmm. is very strong. And when you have a strong chakra, um, a lot of beings, do you know what are archons? Uh, I heard about it, but not exactly what the well, ex ex Explain us what an aham is. There are like with tentacles and... Tacos? Did you, say, did, did you say tacos? Outcomes. Outcomes. Outcomes, sorry. <laughs> Not Taco Bell. <laughs> I thought she said tentacles. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, my my English is not perfect. <laughs> just continue. I'm curious about uh, your, what you see. Okay, so um, I must to just a moment, please. Yeah, you have there a very big source. That's the sexual energy. Yeah, and it's the healing energy I have. Yeah, and that's the reason why it comes. Because these beings need energy. They don't have light. And so you can say, no, go away. Or you can help them. What do you want? Depends. Oh, I don't want them. I just use it to heal or to yeah. transfer energy to somebody else when they get in trouble, you know, but uh, not to, you know, 
because I don't have the feeling to, to ejaculate anymore, the more strong the healing is getting, you know. And I think the healing power, because my grandmother, she said to me I would do her work further because she after she was very Catholic, by the way, uh, Master Chrism. But after mass, she went to a pub where all the entities were, and she was healing people there. But she was very, very early a widow, you know. She was a widow of 35, never married, never had another man, but she was healing with the hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So okay. I think I've got something from her because she said something to me about this, but... Uh, yeah, with the black energy, yeah. So I just have to ignore it. Yeah, I, I start breathing more to raise up my energy field, that I feel more radiance between my hands. And that's the kind of protection what I need. The breath of fire from uh, Kundalini Yoga. Yeah, very good. Oh, not good? <laughs> no. I don't hear you. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the breath of fire is not always good. Uh, you have to understand the fragility of the human system. And if you're constantly doing the breath of fire, you're doing the breath of fire often, you can begin to burn out uh, some of the adrenal gland functions, pancreatic functions. Uh, breath of fire should be used. It's, it's, it's healthy when it's not used a lot. Okay. It's healthy when it's not used. All. You don't have to... Or do bastrika. Everybody know what bastrika is? It's like breath of fire on steroids, right? Um, and in, in in regards to it, to an entity that's there to suck your energy, as obviously these ones are. Uh, Isabel, turn your mic back on because I still want to hear what you have to say. Um, you need to really. You could just, for me, and, and now, first of all, I want to, I want to, I want to let everybody know that I've been communicating a little bit with Isabel before she was able to make it to the Zoom here. She's very, very good. She's very strong. She's very powerful, and and I think a very, uh, you know, an awesome compliment to all of you. She she's a very good compliment to all of you, all of you who are you know quite advanced in your field. Uh, yeah, I would I would avoid copious amounts of bestrika or breath of fire. And I know that the yoga teachers are teaching it to everybody. Okay, now do breath of fire so you have energy to go about your day. No, 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 because that's putting a strain on your kidneys. That's putting a strain on your adrenal glands. That's putting a strain on the endocrine system as well. And if you're if you're using it kind of like the way you use caffeine. I'm going to say it's going to it's going to have a negative effect on you. What do you think it's about? Sorry. How are your feelings on that? About what what? About tacos. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I I'm trying to um <laughs> to follow I'm, I'm to follow. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Digital you're good. stuff. <laughs> You're good. Now, what else do you see around uh, uh, Chris Van Hoof? You, do you see the entities? I see uh, a very, very specific entity over his right shoulder. Chris? Kind yeah. of large. Yeah. Okay, just a moment. Ah. 
Ja. 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 Und es ist ein guter Mann. Es ist ein guter Mann. Es ist ein sacred masculine oriented entity. Und es ist in der Form, die Weise, appearing to me and and everybody needs to know that an entity entity can appear to isabel or to me or to julia in different ways so julia can see the entity as in one form isabel can see it in another form magali can see it in a different form and so it's not always going to be a static uh, presentation so isabel will not necessarily see what i'm seeing but i'm seeing a very large what people would call an ascended master okay mm -hmm. but there's no name there's no name it's you know the person has a long beard longer than mine uh surrounded in white surrounded in light um and it's over his right shoulder and it does not want to be named uh it does not want any kind of notoriety it is it, it could induce copious amounts of bliss uh if i allowed it to with me right now okay because i'm looking at it close and this is what i see isabel what do you see how does it appear to you um do you can you can hear me yes yes <laughs> i hear you very well yes, yes. because i don't understand this um uh, thing zoom here with my mobile phone so um Chris, um, I will, um, it's typical for the spirit guide, ah. the name, spirit guide. Well, I, you could, you, that would definitely be a one that would cause guidance for sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So there you have it. There you have it. So this. This guy that actually doesn't get in the way of his kundalini, though. This is helping him work with the kundalini rather than than uh, with his egotism. And this is something that it's teaching you, Chris, is to come from a place of neutrality, egotistical neutrality. And to be, this is not easy. This is not an easy thing to have egotistical neutrality. We always want to attach to outcomes. We always want to attach to methodologies. We want to attach to these things. And these are not things that you want to attach to. All you do is attach to the grace that flows through you. And it's the grace and the intellect of the grace that gives the healing. Okay. And the spirit guide, even though he's, you know, he's big, he's powerful, sacred masculine, kind of looks like Gandalf in a way. For me, this is the way I'm seeing it. Um, it's teaching you to be neutral. To be neutral. Whenever yeah, because you because they pull from the light right to the left, but I, I stay a lot in neutral way now. I don't, the, the gospel and all that, no. I just say... Is your problem, or uh, I say my opinion, <laughs> but I don't take okay because otherwise it's all the time uh, a fight in the future, you know. I have yeah, yeah, I have yeah, a big yeah. experience with this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so neutrality is really one of the best positions to be in when you're doing any kind of healing work. Neutrality and making separations from the person. So. 
not constantly checking in on the person, you know, let the divine do its work and then trust that the divine is doing its work. Right? Can I hear an amen? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of you have groups around you, by the way. I'm really happy that, that Isabel mentioned that. A lot of you have groups. Uh, Julia has groups. Is that a good thing, though? Yeah. Well, I mean, good thing, bad thing. I mean, that doesn't really come into the context. Now, the agenda of the group may be a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Who else has a group here? Let's see. Jolanta has a group. Magali has a group. Chris, or I'm sorry, Alexander has a group. Marie definitely has a group. And Cole. Uh, and Isabel, let me can may I look at you, Isabel? Oh, Isabel. Isabel has quite the group. She's got a community. <laughs> Okay, did you did you feel the truth in her words? Could you feel her confidence? Could you feel her clarity? And you know, she's not even good with English and she came through very clearly and very confidently. And I'm going to use the word competently. There was competence. Everybody know what that word means? Competence? No, you don't know. Competence means that there's a a confidence and uh, the ability to do something really well, really well. Okay. Like I'm very competent in blowing my nose. I know exactly what I need to do in order to do that. She was very competent in giving the information that was asked of her from, from the beauty and the grace of her soul. She was very competent, and and, and a lot of that is because she is, well, I'll tell you what I saw behind her. I saw a sacred divinity. I saw a sacred Shakti right behind her, right behind her, plugged into her. Okay. This is a woman who has wisdom. She may not uh, be confident with the language, but she's connected to her grace in a very good way. A very healthy way um yeah so you know and that's not to say that there's there's not further to go of course there's further to go but uh she is one that all of you want to preserve on this world i'm starting to get bliss so yeah and and how do you do that how do you preserve someone on this world any ideas? Anybody? Don't all speak up at once. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> what means that, Master? Preserve. Or... <laughs> what does preserve mean in German? Uh, uh, Magali, can you help me out? You're the linguist as she eats her dinner. Bewahren, maybe. Bewahren? Bewahren, really? Bewahren. 
Is that Hawk Deutsch? Hawk, Hawk Deutsch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you spell? Do you understand that? The Valen? What what else can you use, Magali? Protect. What? Protect. Protect. Oh. Okay. Protect. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Can you does you know what protect means? Protection? Alexander, yeah. Uh, uh, Isabel, do you understand protection? Yes. Okay, so she, Isabel is one that you guys want to keep and protect on this world, all of you. So, okay, this is what I'm seeing right now. Right now, your attention is on her. Put into that attention health, well-being, safety health well-being and safety send that what i'm seeing is i'm seeing lines of energy going from each one of you into isabel and into her fourth chakra send the message down that line you don't have to see it just send the intent send the thought down that line into her fourth chakra and ask your kundalini to make it permanent. I'm going to count to three and everybody do this. One, two, three. And now release. Now look at her picture. Close your eyes. Blow her picture up. Blow the picture up so that you're not constantly going back and checking on it. Blow it up. Okay, that you just made a separation, which is exactly what you should do. Uh, uh, Isabel has a large community behind her, and they have just reciprocated that back to you. Does everybody know what reciprocate means? They've returned uh, a similar favor back to you. Do you see this, Isabel? Does that make sense to you? Can you feel it? Yes. All right, moving on. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you very much for your Thank words you. of wisdom, your competency. Okay. Uh, yes. yes. When you had, when you have the place, oh, do you yes. do you feel the place something in your head? Like, like my my bliss is it's really from the base of the spine to the top of the head, really. Yeah. I can see and I can feel it coming from a distance. I'll say something right. Divinity will like it. And she'll send me a jolt of bliss and I'll feel it coming from far away, getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. Until I have to surrender to it. And then I try to turn my mic off in time. Yeah. And I grab this. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I start to cry. Yeah. The reason why I'm asking, because when I think I have bliss, it's like in the heart. And uh -huh. then I can feel Kundalini do like this. Well, Kundalini will respond to the bliss that it gives you in the heart. Your heart will expand. Yeah. And and that expansion will cause kundalini symptoms to occur. Okay. 
So keep having the bliss. Everybody, how many of you have bliss on a daily basis? Oh, good. Good. Where's where's Juliet? She should be raising her hand here too. Ah, good, good, good. I encourage all of you to have the bliss on a daily basis. And I know, you know, I, I know that you're going, well, how do I have bliss on a daily basis? Well, you have bliss by doing following the agenda that your kundalini wants to follow. Okay. Uh Isabel has a teaching agenda that she's not following yet, but she will be following soon. I know you have a lot of people and I know you talk with a lot of people. I know that. I get that. Um, but I don't know. That. Are you teaching them? Isabel? Take your time. Yes, I'm teaching some people, yeah. Okay. Teach more. Teach more. Uh, let this be a validation let this conversation we're having be a validation for what you're giving to others. Okay. 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 All right. Very good. Very good, my dear. Uh, let's see. Um, Najmi says, Najmi says, where's Najmi? There she is. What should be that support from your spouse or partner? Um, acceptance. Acceptance of your Kundalini acceptance of it it can be they can be curious about it uh but they can't use it for personal power in other words your husband can't come up to you and say, me, honey you know there's a casino uh in 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 the city that's close we got a casino over here and i was wondering maybe we can just like you know win a few thousand dollars yeah <laughs> because you can you can do that with the kundalini. But it can't be your primary focus. I've taken I've taken Magali into casinos. I've taken Julia into casinos. Uh, the last time I took Julia into a casino, it was $400. Boom. Like that. Okay. Uh, I took uh, Christina into a casino. And Christina would have a Kriya in front of a what do they call the gambling machines again? What are they called? Um, slot machine. She would have a Kriya in front of a slot machine that was going to give out money, right? So so we followed her all over the, the casino. Put your hand on this one, you know, she'd put her hand on it and she'd have a Kriya, you know? So we played that one. Uh, you can do that, but you can't do it to get wealthy. You can do it to have some spending money. I mean, you know, she'll give you that much, but you can't do it to get wealthy typically. Um, you can't, your your spouse can't come up to you, Najme, and say, Najme, my boss was really mean to me today. Let's get him. Let's, let's, let's do something bad to him. You can't do that. Okay, so not, I, I, this is basic stuff. I understand. You understand this is basic things. You can't use it for evil. You can't use it in, in uh, ways that go against the divine agenda or the divine behaviors, such as forgiveness, kindness, consideration, loyalty, uh, self-discipline, uh, uh, love, all of these qualities that they must be intact. And so when, you're, when your spouse comes up to you, your husband comes up to you, 
you just need to teach them that this is something that helps the garden grow. This is something that I'm evolving into. Uh, don't be afraid to see me have a Kriya. I may have spontaneous uh, yoga-like positions that my body takes. Uh, don't call the emergency people. Everything is fine. Uh, if I start, and this will be harder for them now. Some people have screaming Kriyas. <laughs> I haven't mentioned this here. <laughs> Some people have screaming Kriyas. Ah, right? So if you have screaming Kriyas, get the pillow, put it up to your face, and scream into the pillow. Okay? Don't go outside because it's just going to scare people. Um, if you're seeing visions, if you see visions around your husband or your spouse, you see a vision, you see like a dark, dark, dark figure that emanates terror, emanates fear, uh, you don't need to tell him about that. You just push it away, away. And it's that easy. It is that easy. Because you trust your kundalini so strongly that when you just push it away, you can trust that it's it's being taken away. Okay. And so you don't tell your spouse, yeah, I just pushed away this really negative entity from you that you picked up at work and that you brought home here. <laughs> you don't tell him that. You know, if he doesn't accept kundalini completely, don't try to force it on him, but just let him know little bits and pieces and not the kind of thing that he needs to worry about. If you know you're having symptoms that's going to disturb him, like if you're sleeping together and all of a sudden you go into a yoga position, tell him about that. Tell him, yeah, the Kundalini puts me in these positions every now and again. It's, it helps the energy infuse my body and he'll either laugh at you or say, Oh, okay. You know, go with you or, you know, he will, He'll respond in some way. And if it's, a, if it's a neutral way or a supportive way, it's great. If it's negative, like he wants to call the ambulance and have you put into a psych ward, that relationship's not going to last. Okay, Najme, does that clear a little bit of it up for you? Okay. Apaya says, hello, Master. After death review, and you have all activities in life correct, but you couldn't awaken the kundalini. Can you be in some of the in the same dimension with someone who have kundalini? Of course, of course, we're we're surrounded by people right now that don't have the kundalini activated. So yeah, we, that that can, that will happen. Julie is saying um, uh, to support the work that we do here. Go to PayPal Chris Mitchell three six nine at yahoo.com. Thank you and blessings. This is. This is Julia thinking of, you know, she, she's minding the business. She's, she's, you know, we've got to have food on the table. We've got to be able to, to heat the trailer, things of that nature. So if you have uh, donations that you can make, then please do it. Is, it is greatly appreciated. Uh, then Trusty says, when we have a spinal sweep, can we then start to see what you and Isabel see? You don't need a spinal sweep to see these things, I think. 
I mean, this, the, the problem with me is I've had the ability to see this my whole life. So for me, it was always there. Isabel, for you, how has it been? You're, you're on. You're, you're Midas, your mic is hot. Okay. <laughs> um, what was your question? Sorry. Um, have you always been able to see entities? Yes, as a child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the answer to her to your question, Trusty, is no. You don't need to have a spinal sweep to see to see these things. Is it just something we learn, or it's like because I I only see like energies well, and well, and like blue and purple, and I can feel them, but I don't see like an entity. Yeah. But in the beginning yeah. of the, the awakening, I saw the demons and angels and everything like that. Okay. Um, you don't want to you don't want to look with your physical eyes. This is what you're doing. You're looking with your physical eye. You want to look with this eye. Yeah. yeah. So you close your eyes and see. Yeah. Okay. 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 Close these eyes and open this one. Now Isabel's done the work before she took this body. She's a young lady right now. I think she's probably in her 20s or 30s, right? So, you know, this is, she's young right now. So she did work in another lifetime that allowed her to have this specific skill in this lifetime. Same with me. Same with Magali. Magali has the ability to see these things too. Moving on, let's see, Krista's, um, I, Alex, are you seeing these things? I was just going to ask a question, actually, because I've seen entities on and off throughout my yes. life, but not through my third eye, visibly. Well, my, that's through, you, through your, third, your third eye can blend with your two eyes. So you have three eyes, right? And yeah, actually, I, any, I any, any chakra that you have will, will serve as an eye. Right. Okay. So you have eyes in the palms of your hand. You have eyes in your fingertips. Okay. Any you... chakra. So I, when I was looking at Isabel and at Chris, I, I couldn't see those things that you were able to see. But I've seen things that other people can't see. <laughs> <laughs> are entities. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you just so, have to you just have to practice it. Really, practice makes perfect in this area. Um, when you're discovering the skill set that Kundalini brings, like this, this is a Siddic skill, right? To to see spirit. Uh, when you practice a Siddic skill, you get better and better and more comfortable with it. Uh, the one of the main problems with seeing spirit is that when you see spirit spirit sees you you have just made a contract of communication okay you've made a contract of communication and with that contract it's now a two-way street not a one-way street <laughs> i think that's what scared me as a child yes and <laughs> yes, um, also i had 
some very strange experiences with my mother present and she couldn't see any of it and she was basically yeah. saying you know, yeah just, just imagining yeah. it and I think that yeah, yeah. that programmed me to stop <laughs> or made me believe I was imagining it it's well, that was late, a, it. Was only later in life when I started, you know, saw a ghost and thought, "Oh my god!" You know, that was this, a, that was a, real. That was a safety. <laughs> that, that was a safety thing that she did for her child who was in distress. Okay, right. So my mother did the same thing when I was being eaten by entities and chased around the room. Right. Uh, you know, she she'd come in and turn the light on, and that's when I would see them even more clearly when she turned the light on. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Sitting on the bed. Uh, what I will suggest that you do, Alex, is you split view. So how do I do that? So I'm I'm going to show you you. This is seeing with your third eye. This is seeing with your physical eyes, okay? So it's a bit like how I see auras, is it? If I yeah, 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 yeah. If you yeah, see very... soft focus, that... well, you don't have to soft focus. Not with entities. I mean, when I was looking at Chris, and I still see that that entity behind him. I it's very clear, crystal clear, you know, and you can see the energy around it and the whole bit, the vibrations. Uh, when I look at uh, Isabel, may I look at you again? Is that a yes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like I like to ask permission because it's a bit of a privacy invasion. You know what I mean? I don't just look at people arbitrarily. Psychic um, skills are not to be used for egotistic curiosity ever getting bliss she, she wanted me to say that all right so i ask uh isabel uh, i ask chris i ask people permission typically if to to look around them um isabel's got a really large following behind her Negativity is allowed to reach into her, typically from a sacred masculine point of reference. So I don't know if men have been good to her or bad to her, but I have seen in her space uh, some cruelty, some cruelty there. And I'm getting bliss about that too. So I know it's true. And I'm not going to go into the cruelty, but it's there. And it had to happen to her. It had to happen to her so she would know the difference between, you know, good and bad uh, on a high spiritual level. And it had to be lasting. Um, now, okay, so I saw the negativity coming from her right side. It came as a dark... Uh, smoky dark cloud coming in and uh and I, so i didn't see a male face i didn't see now i could go into it and i could see exactly what was done but i don't want to do that <laughs> last thing i want 
And when you do that, you could bring that exact thing onto yourself. Okay, because when you look at it, once again, you've formed a contractual agreement of two-way visual communication. So when I look at, at Chris and I, and I see the powerful entity behind him, I mean, literally, I'm like a foot away from his face, you know, 12 inches away from its face. And it's not afraid. It's, you know, it's given off positive energy. I'm that close to it. It's like, if I was that close to a person in real life, I'd be kissing them almost, you know, but it's just like the energy just, just comes up you know, you're right there. So, so, but with, with a, with a dark uh, experience, God, this really expands into areas I was not intending to talk about, but here we are. No, can I just say what I, I keep yeah, seeing? Sure, sure. I keep seeing it's like she's got a complete halo around the whole of her, whole of her. All, all of you have that. All of you have the halo. You have the halo, Chris, dark, uh, Alex. Dark central bit that, that, that I see as well. It's. Every single one of you have a halo, yeah. all of you. It's actually a corona. It's not the kind yeah. of halo it's, that you see. It's yeah. not that. It's, that. it's like a helmet. <laughs> um, I think people might want to hear about this, though. In your aura, there are remnants of past experiences that are stuck in the aura. The aura is comprised of seven bands of energy that correspond with each chakra. Okay. So you'll have a band of energy that represent that's that's corresponding with the first chakra, a band of energy for the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, right? You'll also have you'll have uh you'll have a, a, a glow of light around all the bands of the chakras. And it is in these areas that memories are can be kept. This is how you can see a person's past. Now, I'm not looking at anybody right now, okay? But, but uh, if I were to look at, say, uh, Dr. Anthony, I'd look at Dr. Anthony, right? And I would look at his aura, and I'm not looking at his aura, but I'm just saying I would look at his aura. I would look at what is stuck in each of the chakra bands. So if he was, if, if, if the person is abused as a child, you'll see rips and tears in the first two chakra bands there. And you'll see what was used. You'll see if it was a person, if it was sexual abuse. You'll see if it was, you know, somebody hitting you. You can see if you've been attacked with a knife or if you have a heartbreak, you can see a hatchet in somebody or, or a knife in somebody's heart chakra. You can see this stuff. But in the glow, the white glow around it, you can go into the memory itself. All of us wear our memories out in the open. All the entities can see it. This is how entities can key in to specific memories and fear and love that you have in your space. 
This is how they tie into that. They can see it. It's it's orbiting around your body. Okay. So if you've had a recent heartbreak, you can see that heartbreak. You know, it'll come up as a symbol sometimes, like a knife through a heart or a or a or a heart that is bleeding. You know, you'll see these types of things. And, and if you're a healer like Chris, you can look at that, you go, ah, 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 okay, okay. And you know how you heal a broken heart? Anybody? You don't heal a broken heart. It is not for you to heal, ever. They are learning. They are evolving through an experience that they have just had, and you do not touch that evolution within them. It is none of your business. It is strictly between them and the grace within them. You can recognize it, and you can understand why they're behaving, you know, in a in a in a very depressed way or a painful way or whatever. Uh, but you cannot heal that broken heart. It is not for you to heal ever. Okay, so there's that. When you're when you look at a person. And I think there's a this is what we're talking about here is a form of clairvoyance, visual clairvoyance. Okay. So you look at a person and you're not, you don't, you're in neutrality, you're just looking at them, seeing what they're like. I do this a lot with Julia. Uh, so I'm looking at Julia and I go into neutrality and I see what appears. I see what appears. And she has a whole community, too. <laughs> she has a, a nature community. You know, I'll see the, the deer in the background behind her right side. And I'm looking at her right now. Okay. I'll see she's got three little people in the right perimeter. She's got a skunk there. I don't know what you guys call skunks. Uh, she's got a fox, she's got a cardinal, she's got a praying mantis, a raccoon, a honeybee, a hornet. Very natural. Elephant, she's got an elephant on the right side, way in the back. And then I move over to her left, and this is where the sacred feminine comes up her and she has the serpent uh, going down her left arm. She has uh, she has more venomous. Uh, she's got a venomous spider there. She's got uh, yeah, she's got a, a hornet or a wasp, bees. She's got a. What do they call those things? That a scorpion. She's got four uh, like elf entities on her back. She's got four pylons above her head and Christ above those pylons. And on the left side, she's got like a, 
a big ocean behind her. And on the right side, she has a big forest behind her. So this is what I'm seeing for Julia. Uh, and this is a fairly continuous thing for her. The, the images will slightly alter uh, uh, when she's doing a certain thing. She'll see, you know, the instead of a, of a red bird, there'll be a crow or a blackbird or some sort of a, of a creature there. The little people are always there within her space. Do you see it? Uh, anybody else see that stuff when you look around her? Can you put yourself in the camera there, uh, Julia? I only see blue energy around their head. <laughs> blue energy is good. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Keep practicing, you guys. Keep practicing. Now, Dr. Anthony, do you see anything around, Julia? No? Okay. Chris? Van Hoof? Jennifer? Najmi? It's easier to see against a plain background. It is, indeed. Like, like what Alexander has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all right so i'll just see what it seems like a forest something a forest yeah she's got a forest over her right side you know she's going back it's a it's a dense she comes from the carpathian mountains i mean you know she definitely got that going um she's not the only one that has a forest by the way or mountains behind her uh, other others of you also have that. Uh, I see Magali's serpent, her giant, giant serpent. I see it going uh, on her ceiling. So anyway, part of part of the way I look at a person is I bilocate behind them and off to their side. Uh, rarely do I bilocate right in front of them because for some reason she doesn't want me to do that. Uh, but I'll, it's like when I'm um, applying a scatter field or things of that nature, I look to see how it's positioned and where it's connecting into the body. Um, I don't know if uh, how other people do it, but this is how I do it. This, these are the things that came to me to use. I'm sure Isabel has her own technique. Can I say something? Uh, yes, I, go ahead. I put sure. most, most of the time clients against a white wall and you see more clear. So A lot of people, a lot of people do it that way, yeah. I just, you see, when I look at Julia, I don't see the background anymore. I just see what's behind her, spiritually, uh, energetically. So I don't really need a... Now, when I'm giving Shaktipat, though, and people give me a picture, and it's like, say, it's got a really busy background, like Anthony right now, this would be a really busy background where we're looking at, at his kitchen, I think. That'd be way too busy for me. You know, I have to go into extra effort to give a Shaktipat when I have that kind of background, you know, it's because it's distracting. But the background that Trusty has, that Alexander has, that even Jennifer has right now, or Vijay in his picture, I, that's very easy for me to give a Shaktipat to. Okay, a distant Shaktipat. 
Anyway, so yeah, so anybody else have a technique they want to describe here for 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 the Zoom and for the podcast? Isabel, do you want to talk about it at all, or you don't have to? Um, you're on. You can, you're on. Okay. Um, it needs a lot of practice. And when when you want to know more, to see more, depends when you want only to do this of the ego, you don't want to receive this, first oh. of all. Oh. And when I want to read a person, I say to my body, connect with the body of the other person. And then my body... Um, get the information and I also um, feel the pain, the information about yeah, you can to teach your body to get in connection with other bodies because they help also together. The bodies are beings too and they can also connect and talk to each other. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's uh, empathy, empathic communication. Okay, and uh, you can you can have empathic telepathy. Empathic telepathy. I think that's what I've been having. Ah, yeah. Um, Isabel's energy is incredible. Oh yeah, she's very bright. Um, very bright. I was, I was a lot of to see some someone or something behind her. Really powerful. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Big community, big community. Every a lot of people here have very bright, bright energies. Ranvig, Chris, Anthony, Jalanta, Trusty. All of you have really bright energies here. Um And uh, and so this this tells me that uh, you know Najme, Paya, Isabel, David, all of you, because you have Kundalini, it really brightens up your energy in, tremendously, tremendously. You look at, you know, I'm looking at uh, people right now, and I can see like lightning around them. Uh, somebody has. It's almost like they're wearing light fixtures on their head uh, that that produce tremendous amounts of light. So yeah, but I tend not to. When you're in neutrality, you just observe. You're just observing, and while you're in neutrality, you can describe what you're observing. Um, people have experiences in their lives that that are supposed to shadow their light a bit. So if you've been treated cruelly in your life, if, if, if somebody has done bad things to you and, and really kind of hurt you severely, uh, this will, this, this at the, for a little while, it shadows your light, but in the long term, it brightens your light, especially when you come to, to uh, a level of healing with it a level of healing from 
whatever it was that occurred. Uh, but it's still, you know, there's still that shadow in the corner. You have to remember that you live in a world of shadow and light. A shadow and light. Okay, and it's not all going to be light. In order for light to even exist, there must be shadow. Okay, that's part of the deal here on this world. Now, yeah, you go off into the astral, and 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 the light, uh, the lighting rules are very different. But here on this world, on this world, you must have shadow and light. Okay. And not all shadow is bad either. You know, when I when I look at the shadow around a person, I look to see if it's shakti oriented. If 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 there's a dark, dark, dark black around a person, I don't immediately try to get rid of it. I don't I don't mess with that at all. Because a lot of that it's it's some of that's Shakti Kundalini. She is the darkness of the soil where the seed germinates. Okay. So I don't I don't try to have everybody dye their hair blonde. Okay. <laughs> That's not, not, see, that's the total misinterpretation of light and dark. Okay, you don't need to have blonde hair. Uh, you, you, can, you can have blonde hair if you want, but try to make it with natural dyes. Uh, let's see, Trosty says, Anthony says, I don't know what a spinal sweep is like, but I always feel kundalini starting from above into my crown chakra and also more recently energy from the root chakra i hope someday to have a spinal sweep yeah you're in the process of developing that spinal sweep especially when when it's coming down from the top and coming up from the bottom that often can can perpetuate a heart chakra activation which is tremendously powerful then you're just in love with everything. You're in love with your knife, your spoon, your fork. You're in love with your floor. You're in love. I'm not kidding. I've had this. You're in love with every stranger, every familiar person. You're in love with the insects, the animals, the fleas, the dust motes in the corner of the room. You're in love with everything because everything is a creation of divine creator. And you are in love with everything. And everyone. And that can last for a while. So keep going with that, Dr. Anthony. Keep going with that. That will be a very, very good development. Uh, Trusty says, when I had my activation, I saw entities for like six months, open and closed eyes, and angels and elves, and then it suddenly stopped after I purified my body. No caffeine, no alcohol, no nicotine, but I always feel the energy go to my third eye. It's all good. It's all good. You don't need, you don't even need to be kundalini active to see elves or angels. Oh. No, I, I mean, people have seen that that are not kundalini active. Okay. 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 Uh, you could see a ghost without being kundalini active as well. Okay. Spirits are not hard to see. Uh, what's hard to do is to go against your scientific programming. 
that says they're not real when in fact they are real. Okay. You go, you go into like Germany, go into a concentration camp, lots of spirits there. I had this in, I had this in Dachau. Yeah. So yeah. So you go there and, uh, you feel the presence of terror. You feel the presence of negativity. You feel the presence of panic. You feel what those people felt as they died and were killed uh, by the Nazis. You feel in a very small degree what they felt. And a lot of those entities, those, those people are still there. They're attached because of the terror of the situation terror will attach okay not everybody you know a lot of people go straight into the light and they're able to rejuvenate they're able to to review their situation they're able to do these things right but not everybody has that karma some people have to remain for a while and if they're consumed with hatred then they're going to remain longer. If they're able to forgive, which is difficult, if they're able to forgive, then they they can move out of that situation. But it takes a you know, it takes definite choices. Um, so with the angels and elves, uh, especially with elves, uh, you can just see them as you brush your teeth. Yes. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> uh let's see and then um alexander asks master can you tell what kind of entities you are seeing around me where's alexander at <clears throat> yeah i can see i can see one it's kind of weird though yeah all right anybody else have a question comment Complaint. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question uh, uh, with my uh, girlfriend for the moment because sometimes she is her body is totally, you know, like she has fever, you know, and she feels cold. Yes. So what what is this exactly then? She, uh, the rage there's, that she has trauma in her life, you know. There's certain types of uh, influenza that can give you a fever and chills at the same time. So look to see if she has an influenza, like a, a flu. Um, sometimes the body shakes uh, with chills in order to develop the energetic frequency that allows the immune system to come into a greater level of interaction with the virus or whatever it is that's attacking. Um, also, when she's around you, um, because you have the Kundalini, that can transfer over to her if her karma is is amenable to it. If her karma accepts it, okay. Uh, but if she does, if her karma, how long have you had this girlfriend? Uh, around three years. Uh, yeah, on and, on and off, on and off. So if she hasn't activated to this point, then her, her karma is probably not 
accepting your kundalini. So she probably has uh, some sort of an influenza or some sort of a situation where she needs to, she needs to definitely, I'm being shown this now, she needs to, to increase her vitamin C content. She needs to be drinking freshly squeezed orange juice, organic, fresh squeezed orange juice. That's, that's what I'm seeing in regards to her. I, I don't have a reference point for her, but I'm being shown what she needs to have. So 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C complex, preferably the solar ray brand of vitamin C complex with 1,000 milligrams of ascorbic acid, 500 milligrams of citrus bioflavanols, uh, 100 milligrams of hesperidin. And there's another one that starts with an N that I'm not getting a clear read on. One thousand five hundred, one hundred, and then there's I think there's sixty milligrams of fruit pectin in it, anyway, that's what she needs to do, okay, thank you, yeah, anybody else? Look at Najmi is trying to stay awake. <laughs> it's okay. You guys could go to sleep if you want. I'm all right with that. I'm used to having a sleeping audience. <laughs> Alexander, entity is okay. Let's see. Najmi says, do you have any advice for pressure migraine headaches? Ah, yes. Okay, let's try it out here. You ready? I want you to look at me, uh, Najmi, closely. See if I remember how to do this. Here. No, with your thumbs. You see that? You see where I'm putting my my hands? Put on the inside of your of where your eyeball is. Now you're be careful not to pop your eyeball out. Okay. So just FYI. <laughs> And then put your forefingers on the temple here, temple area, right? You see that? Can I hear an amen? Najmi, can you turn that mic on? Amen. You see where my hands are here and where my hands are there, right? Yeah. Are you feeling the pressure headache right now? Yes. Okay, watch what I do. Don't do it yet. Just watch. while you're holding that position. Go ahead. Shake your head now, shake your head, shake your head. Faster, faster. Let go, now stop, let go. How do you feel? A little bit better. What? A little bit better. Yeah, because I didn't have you do it for very long, but you can also just hold it there, hold it there. I do this always. Ah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the, the four fingertip on the temples as well. Right there. 
Okay. Just hold it. Instead of doing this, do that. Okay. Now you got to understand that these are tension headaches. These are expansion. So the Kundalini is expansion, expanding the cranial bone structure of your skull. And this will lead to cranial plate migration. So the, the plates in your brain or in your skull are going to move around. They're going to move around. You might hear. I your, yeah, yeah. It's natural. It's normal for Kundalini. Don't be afraid. Nothing's wrong. Okay. Uh, and there, there are very, there are different things that you can do, different places that you can hold your wrist. Uh, and um, look into Taoist head pain control uh, techniques. Taoist, that's spelled T as in Tom, A O I S T. Uh, headache pain control techniques. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Anybody else? Anybody else? Jennifer. Jennifer says, I have been in many spiritual circles over the years, and women predominate. <laughs> in kundalini circles, at least 50% or more are men. Why is this? So if you're saying you say women predominate, and then you're saying that 50% are men. Which is it, Jennifer? <laughs> you can't have it both ways. No, I'm saying in Kundalini circles, it's predominantly, I mean, it's men make up like 50% or more in Kundalini circles, but I'm saying any other spiritual, uh, <laughs> basically any other spiritual group that I can think of. It's always going to be 50-50. Mm. Uh, I mean... I mean, because of our programming in this society, no, I totally get what you're saying, Jennifer. Because of our programming, uh, women have been held down in their spiritual expression. You know, you go into India, you know, women can't have Kundalini, according to some people in India. Only men. <laughs> Only men get to have the sacred feminine come into them, right? It's like, oh, yeah, right. Um. So part of that is the programming, Jennifer Parkinson. Um, you're not going to, you know, men are not going to let up on the pressure of uh, uh, that they put on women to be less than a man, to not be as spiritually advanced as a man. You, you know, this is Osho. Osho is like this. Osho came right out and said, no, 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 women can't have Kundalini. Okay. And yet they can, gosh, you know, and the guy was doing a lot of uh, drugs and things. And maybe that was one of the things he said while he was on drug. He said a lot of good things too. Osho said a lot of good things, but here he was mistaken. Okay. Women are equal in their ability to have the Kundalini as any man on this world. It's just in this world and in many cultures, men want to dominate femininity okay and this is one of the ways they do it is they they uh program girls 
from childhood that they are somehow less than. Even here in the United States right now, a woman can do the exact same job and get paid less for it. Exact same. There's no difference in the job. The difference is, is he's got a penis and she doesn't. That's it. That is the only difference. Okay. And this carries right over into the spiritual uh the, the spiritual areas of practice because this programming follows a woman throughout her life. She has to constantly, you know, guys are opening doors, guys are paying for the food. It's like you can't open your own door because you're a girl. Uh, you can't buy your own food because you're a girl. Uh, you know, you can't have the ultimate power in the universe, which is Kundalini. Can't have that because you're a girl, right? Bullshit. It's a lie. It's a programming lie. Just look at Magali. Look at Julia. Look at Isabel. Look at yourself. Look at Najmi. Okay. All of you are incredibly powerful women. I can see the light in all of you. And some, some guy, you know, that says he's the rich man's guru, which I wish I was, uh, you know, says that women can't have kundalini. Well, women can most definitely have kundalini. And they do every single day. Every single day. Men and women are absolutely equal in their ability. They're not equal in the programming that currently exists within Western society. Because men are still trying to dominate women. It's, it's still the law of the jungle, right? The uh, might is right. And if I'm stronger than you, Jennifer, if I can lift 100 pounds, you can only lift 30 well, then I'm more powerful than you, and therefore you can't have Kundalini. <laughs> okay, so when you agreed to be a woman on this world, you agreed to, to, to take that burden onto yourself. And that burden allows you to have contrast. And that contrasting burden allows you to develop your grace faster than a man who is so confident in his strength. And so women intuitively know this. And so more and more women will search out psychic circles and spiritual circles and join them because women are free to have emotional expression. They're free to scream. They're free to cry. They're free to have all of these expressions that men don't get to have. Men can't scream. Men can't cry. Okay, Men can't do a lot of the emotional uh, uh, expressions that women can do. And within Kundalini, the emotional body is crucial. In order to have bliss, you have to be able to cry. Or it can damage you. So, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll have a lot of women in the spiritual circles. Uh, 
And you'll have a lot of men in the Kundalini circle simply because, you know, they represent half of the population. Uh, but they also, uh, they need, <laughs> in a way, men need the Kundalini a bit more than women do because they have to get in touch with their their emotional body. They have to get in touch with their intellectual body. They have to get in touch with their spiritual body so that so that they can come into a balance that a woman already has. You understand? Women are the power on this world. <laughs> women are women are, you know, there's a good reason why women aren't allowed to take over societies. <laughs> <laughs> They are very, 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 very powerful, which is why men are so afraid of them. <laughs> I've had my heart broken. You know, I've had my heart broken by a woman. And it's devastating. It's absolutely devastating. Bonnie, what's you up to? What's Anthony. Oh, kill that microphone. Thank you. <laughs> All right, moving onward. Uh, so I don't know if that answered your question or not, Jennifer, but uh, yeah. Najme says, uh, how do you pronounce that last name? Dereer? 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 It's my husband's last name, uh, Dereer. Direi? Direi? Dereer. It's Dere. German. Right. Ah, German. Okay. Jawohl. All right. So uh, in my country they program women that even when they are <laughs> wait a minute sorry i i'm saying that they are somehow programming uh, women something that they cannot even they think that they are not able to born a child which is so much natural for a woman they can't even have a child is that what they're saying born a child they 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 are going for caesar all of them that is some business but they are programming their mind like that that yeah oh this is slovakia no iran oh iran iran yeah yeah iran is one of those uh, male dominated societies you know and and uh, they want to dominate the woman in every way they want to cover them up with a burqa right they want you know they don't want you to be seen <laughs> they're so <laughs> yeah they they you know they're, they're just demonstrating their own weaknesses is what they're doing they they advertise their own insecurity about how powerful women. If 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 they were to unleash the Persian woman upon that society, the Persian woman would totally change that society completely. Completely. For the benefit of that society. And uh, they would use men just for breeding purposes. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Uh, let's see. We got another question. All right. All right. So this has been a fairly wide ranging uh, um, podcast, and so I want to I want to say thank you to to all our new people, Najme and Isabel, and uh, for for the people who have come back again and again, Chris Van Hoof, Anthony, uh, all of you, really, Jolanta, Trusty, uh, Vincent, VJ, Cole. Good to see you, Cole. Uh, Mehdi Nasri, uh, Marie, David, 
Julia, Alex, Alexander, Randvig. Uh, I hope I covered everybody here. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone for for being here, for staying up so late uh, in 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 uh, Switzerland and Germany and France. Uh, I look forward to seeing you next week if you care to join us. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night.